first episode of It Is What It Is. It is. It basically, is what it is. Basically what it is. <laughs> My name is Ade and I have Akim here with me. Hi, Hi Ade. Why don't you sound excited? I'm excited. I'm just tired. This is the first episode of our podcast. Yes, Akim is tired because I mean... Akim is excited now. Don't worry. Excited and tired. It's, <laughs> it's 4.28pm. And we've had a really long day, but you know what? We're like, we must do this. We must have our first episode of It Is What It Is. So today, we're going to talk about black tax. You know? A topic very close to Akim's heart. <laughs> <laughs> no, I, I mean, I'm not, I'm not a, a victim of um, black tax. It's just something that like keeps getting discussed. And well, as Africans, as Nigerians, like, it's something that is normal like in the society. And even so, if you don't, you don't experience it now, it's something you, you, you may most likely experience, uh, right? uh, I don't know. I don't know. Maybe. Who knows? Let's get there first. <laughs> okay. So, uh, the first question is, what is black tax? So, um, black tax is basically like, um, it's not an official term. It's just something that... Um, people coined out. Yeah, people coined out. So, it's like a situation where um, your finances are not only like for you uh, but then it's for your extended family that's your uncles your aunts and um, your parents siblings everybody is entitled to your money so mm. I mean, that's basically what black tax money is. emotions uh, attention time ev- everything, everything everything yeah so um i mean i this topic is close to my heart because i mean i understand how people in nigeria are like there's this financial limitation when it comes to black tax and yeah, regarding your budgeting. So you never add all those uncles, your aunties into it. But I mean, once you they pay that your salary, once it's the 25th of the month, mm-hmm. you start receiving calls. Um, I can, I mean, not me. I'm just, <laughs> <laughs> so it's like, um, hello, hello, I came. Um, I mean, I have school fees to pay. Hello, I came. I haven't paid my rent and all of this. And so you expect this from people and it's normal. People see it as normal, but then they, they, I think we haven't discussed it, how it affects, um, people. Um, financially and how they will not be able to like beat um, how Africans in general tend not to beat poverty in a way yeah because then it, it kind of limits the financial goals you set for yourself yeah. and for me sometimes I think it's because Africans have bad behavior we, we don't understand boundaries no because I, I, I don't see why a random uncle or auntie I mean you're not my primary responsibility right so someone just picks up their phone and they feel they need to call you to attend to their problems. It's it's not bad to attend to the problems of your extended family, right? But when it becomes frequent, when it's something they do consistently, then it becomes a problem. Because they now feel like because they're related to you or or because yeah, because they're related to you generally, they can they're entitled to your funds and you should take care of them in whatever capacity that you know you should. And it's it's a major issue. For me, for me personally speaking. Yeah. I am a nice person. If you ask me for money, I'll give you. <laughs> <laughs> but I don't think I'm someone that would just throw money around like that, right? I, I'm not even that close to extended family, first of all. But, so I don't but, know but that you know, I'll be dragged into the but you know the, of black tax. The, the issue comes when, um, like, in the African society, like, we live as a community. Um, so growing up and everything, like, the responsibility of um, I mean, helping a 
the young person grow up, so paying his school fees mm-hmm. and all of that. Everybody contributes. In. So let's say they contribute to pay your school fees all the way from your primary school all the way to your secondary school, university and everything. Mm-hmm. I mean, they just feel they are entitled to something. You just have to pay back in a way. And let, let's say for your siblings now, I mean, there are some that maybe they post their education just for you, just to, for you to, to finish. Okay, so yeah, okay, you just okay. have to... That's another angle to look at. There's this responsibility that you just have to remember that, okay, like, I just need to help these people out. So there's that emotional part. So it's always yeah. touching. You just have to like think deeply about it. Is this something that like... That's digressing. So <laughs> I just thought of something. So you know how... Um, no offense to Igbo people. No offense. Ha, be careful. <laughs> be careful. <laughs> Wait, now I want to talk about their parents first. Right? So you know how uh, someone wants to marry an Igbo baby now and then. You know how their parents is usually very ridiculous, right? And they say, oh, you have to train the girl's brother. Clearly, I did, Yoruba. I'm from the north. I'm from the north. I'm from the south. Wait, now. And then you know how they give you a list and then they say, okay, materials for the Umuna and all of those people. And then you now say, oh, you have to train her siblings and all of that. So we can call that black tax, can't we? Because if, 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 if training her siblings is part of the breakfast, is that still bread price or uh, is that black tax? They're taxing. I I don't I don't know. Is, 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 is it really? Is I mean, it just clicked now that way too. Well, that responsibility that comes with training her people. But, it's also black tax, just that they're not your people. But like that's that comes from the bread price, right? Yeah. No, we're talking about salaries now. So black tax, bread price. But, but the bread price is yeah. a salary you're going to use to fund the bread price. Ah. I mean, there's a budget for that, so you clearly prepared yourself. <laughs> no. You clearly prepared yourself that you're going to... train people's kids. Ah, me, I've never heard it, Sha. Ah, I've heard it. <laughs> I've, I've never heard it. <laughs> but, um, but it's, 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 it's a topic that, um, I don't think most people even know that it is called black tax. I don't think they are yeah, they just a term for it. So I just think it's a situation people are used to, people just live through. Um, Unfortunately, because the okay, because the younger generation tend to take care of the older generation so much because of what the older generation did for them when they were young, uh, it now kind of um, stiffens their finances such that when they get to a certain age, when they are older, they do not have enough funds, and then that vicious cycle continues. So they now have to depend on their own kids, and their kids spend so much money because of the black tax effect. You know, and then when they are also older, their own kids spend. So it, it just goes wrong. They said, they, they said um, African parents um, use their children as investments. So you know I how... Swear, <laughs> I, I, I was talking about this one day and I was like, hey, this guy's son, this guy literally uses, sees his son as an asset class. You know, like, no. You have stocks, bonds. When they retire... When they like, retire... Yeah. What, what, are, what are your assets? Oh, stocks, bonds, and then Toby. Toby. <laughs> <laughs> because... <laughs> Because when Toby hits, that's it. You just no. Yeah. Ah. So, so, so some people actually like make sure they have enough kids. That like out of yeah. out of six of them, Especially one one. Will some people like they want to have a lot of daughters because bright price and all of those things. Ah. They actually so future investments. Like, future investments in human beings. Ah, wala, yeah. Wala day. Not, <laughs> wala day. Not, not in financial assets. <laughs> human assets. So, but like. How do we break this uh, this cycle? Like, how how can we stop this? And uh, for I mean, me, the future generation. For me, for me, for me, I feel like people need to be very strict about these things and recognize 
Recognize your responsibility. The responsibility, the responsibility that is key. What responsibility is key to you at you know each stage of your life? So you're young and everything. You're married, for example. Your key responsibility is your immediate family, your yeah. wife and your kids. Then you can now extend to your parents because your parents are also key responsibilities. So apart from your parents and siblings, any of that for me personally. Outside that, it's, it's just extra severe. It's just miscellaneous. Because I, like, personally, I feel there's a pressure. Like, even though I feel my, my parents are well-doing, mm-hmm. I feel there's this pressure that once I make it, once I reach a certain level mm-hmm. of financial stability, I just have to spoil them. Oh, that's normal. So that's, no, that's not black tax? No, that's not black tax. Because you spoiling your parents is now you wanting to do something for them. Okay. Black tax is... You have to, it's something you have to do. It's a responsibility. It's an unwritten responsibility. Something that is not there, but it's just something that is at the back of your mind. Ah, you have to take care of this person or do that for that person. But you spoil your parents, it's like, it's like gratitude. Like, like, thank you, you for you everything. You get a big seat at the family table during um, family meetings at the mm-hmm. end of the year when you spoil them. <laughs> well, that so, was empty. I think I read this somewhere like, um, they just pointed out like some key ways to mm-hmm. break the cycle, and uh, one one of which was like you just need to understand your means. Mm-hmm. I mean, maybe you can help your, I mean, from your parents, your siblings. But mm-hmm. once you find out that if it goes beyond that, you just it will be financially, um, you it will be rough for you. Yeah. So um, maybe like you can create a boundary. You can create like a uh, a circle put some people in different circles. So once you reach this financial stage, I mean, you can help. It's good to help. I'm always or, pro-help. <laughs> or would, would creating a budget for black tax help? That's another point. Because if, if... Especially you, when you, you feel like yeah, there's no way out, yeah, just, like, okay, just find a way to budget Okay, for, for this month, I'm dedicating 50K, 100K to black tax. And anything outside that, I'm sorry, I can't help you because then it would now affect me personally. Because if you now budget, so that's why budgeting helps. Because then, when you budget and all, you, it, it helps with your financial goals. So if you budget that, oh, okay, I'm dedicating this amount of money to doing this, that, that, that for my family, for for the people that are under the black tax umbrella, then I think that would also help. On a bigger level, do you, do you think it all falls back on um, the economy and the government? Like, if everybody's doing well, nobody would depend on you. Absolutely. So, so I think we should push the pressure back into uh, governors. Before. <laughs> <laughs> so definitely, I think even because Nigeria, I think that they themselves even feel the heat of black tax. But but why do like, because they are like the so you're the breadwinner and you're governor, and you have people in the village or people but, or more. But his but, phone will be buzzing. But the way their allowances are, do you think it can really disturb them? Their finances can can help. The whole village. The whole village. <laughs> the whole that village. was empty. <laughs> but it is what it is, really. <laughs> so I, I think we've gone far. Maybe we'll give you some points, but I don't think um I don't think it has we've answered it. I mean, definitely we didn't even expect to answer some of these things. And basically the idea of this show is that like we discuss some of these things and maybe just maybe we might come up with some solutions yeah things that are close to home yeah um, f- financial situations we find ourselves in that we usually don't discuss so we just talk about everything here we're very open very transparent very blunt because it is 
what it is. <laughs> Join so, us next time. So, I mean, you can subscribe to our Apple podcast. Yep. I mean, Spotify or anywhere you listen and spread the word. This is our first episode. Please, please, please. And follow us too on social media. My handle is underscore Yelua on Instagram and on Twitter. And mine is Akim J, A-K-I-M-J-A-Y. Thank you. Peace out. Peace out. <laughs>